To the Mountain Bike Connection Podcast. All right, you good? We're good. Where are we? We're live. Sugar off. For what reason? I'm not sure. <laughs> You're an idiot. We're at Sugar off for the Mountain Bike Atlantic Summit and Festival, and we've got Dean Roberts. Ooh. Hey, Dean. Dean Price. Dean, Dean Price. Price. Not Dean Sorry. Roberts. What the hell did you get Roberts from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Millennium cycle Price. stuck in your head. Yeah. Sorry. It is. Oh Start my over. gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's okay <laughs> so how's everything going great you, you having fun yeah it's been a really good weekend uh, meeting a lot of interesting people yeah exactly you know and uh seeing aj from imba and uh yes. like ryan uh, from trail flow it's, yeah. it's been interesting to talk to a lot of different people so why don't you tell the listeners what it is that you do and what uh, besides ride awesome bikes but <laughs> Well, yeah, like I guess I'm part of the St. John Cycling Club executive, right? So, you know, obviously we want to try to promote uh, cycling in St. John. And obviously the biggest thing we do is is mountain bikes and, uh, uh, you know, getting people out into Rockwood Park and upgrading Mm -hmm. the trails and building new trails and, and that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So what was some of the highlights up to now for you? Of the conference. Yeah. Of oh, yeah. the whole thing. The whole thing. All three days. Well, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, well, the summit. Uh, yeah, there were some great talks there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackie from UMB and it was, it was great uh, listening to her. Remind me, was Jackie the one that talked about... Um, social impact. The social impact. Social yeah. impact. Yes, that uh, was really good. Yeah, it was really Just good. Just how everything kind of snowballs to yeah, where we're the at. The way it's tied together, how it's not just, you know people riding bikes it's a big thing that's all interwoven exactly right exactly so you know and you know if more people kind of understood that i think they would kind of contribute and put more energy into the whole thing right yeah really though because like she was saying you don't just go to a trail system and then just go ride for a couple of hours and then leave it's everything else that comes with it yeah yeah and you know and it was interesting listening to people talk about you know how it's about building a community of people too right yeah that was really important i got it i'm sorry like i'm talking to you but i can see wes out the corner of my eye <laughs> and i'm just gonna banish him for a minute because he's really putting me yeah, up give him over here there we go there we go he can face the audience yeah. how's that yeah yeah yeah. Well, no. Obviously, my other favorite part, of course, is just getting a chance to ride the yes. the lift access trails. So, so I, is this your first time I've at been, Sugarloaf? I've been here before, but okay. it was many years ago. So okay. you know, it's nice to get back and yeah. reacquaint myself with yeah, with all been, the berms and jumps and it's been yeah. a lot of improvements over the last few yeah, years. Yeah, lots of improvements, and you know, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, to bomb down the hill and not have to pedal too much. <laughs> <laughs> and you get that nice break on the uh, lift on the way up, right? So That's you get right. to have a snack and have a drink. Exactly. It's a different, completely different beast than cross country where you're just yeah. riding, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so it's a lot what, of fun. What awesome things have you got planned for 2022 in Rockwood then? Ah, well, you know, like uh, the, the Carnage reroute. Oh. is uh ongoing it's been a long slow project obviously uh 
Sean and Emily have been kind of leading that yeah. and, and that's, that's an interesting project. And the, uh, you know, uh, we're uh, getting there's more activity on the enduro trails yes. so so we're working on those so they've been they've been closed uh just due to some damage but they're getting fixed up and and then we're hoping to get you know momentum for the next phase which will be another big trail yeah so you know i think hopefully we get a couple more trails there mm -hmm. we'll really have a nice little spot where there's multiple yeah you know enduro style trails mixed in with some cross-country trails kind yeah. of all the kind of center around the old ski, the old ski hill like you need to get some better signage on some of them though because you know some of us got lost <laughs> some of you got lost yeah <laughs> well yeah signage is yeah we always need signage and i know but, but uh yeah no it's kind of cool to think that we could take an old ski hill from the 70s and 80s yes. and repurpose it like it's kind of yeah. kind of unique and obviously it's not big like 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 sugar loaf but you've but really used the space that you've got right yeah and, and when you think oh i'm in the city i'm surrounded by like shopping and and all the big things that a city brings and then all of a sudden you're like oh my god there's rockwood park and look at all the trails that they're there so yeah oh yeah there's a lot of trails and yeah. it's interesting talking to a few people today just don't know much about it and they say wow you guys have a you know there is i forget now what the number is 40 or 50 kilometers of trails yeah. you know and it's a mixed bag of very difficult to yes. e easy and yeah. but of course we always need more easy trails to get the the kids uh yeah into it so that's something that we did a few years ago we we uh built a little millennium falcon trail a yes. little loop and then this year um uh, pat graves he just finished uh jedi academy which is that little uh short a little uh, jump line, line. yeah, yeah. You know, some intermediate uh, jumps and burns, which is yeah. kind of fun. You know, kind of reminds you of some of the, the flowy stuff we have here. So yeah. that's no, that's kind of fun. Hey, and we're able to get a word in because Pat's not here. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you have him over here, make sure you, you, you flip over one of those time Yeah, exactly. Glasses, like you've got five minutes, minutes. Pat. Go. That's it. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. get him on, get him on conversation. I think we had him on one of our earlier podcasts. So yeah, we had him very, on when he was when we were yeah, here last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So. We could talk about trail building and everything right? else. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and especially now where he's he's not doing his his what was his day job. He's now working on the trails. That's so. that's right. Yeah, he's doing a lot of trail building all yeah. day long, all week long, which yeah. which is great. Yeah, so. yeah, and uh, of course he's working on a new trail around Harrigan Lake. Okay. Yes, in Rockwood Park. So kind of the on the Milledgeville side, yeah. close to the golf course. Oh, wow. So it'll be, it's going to connect up to uh, uh, golf track. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be a new a new thing that hasn't been there before that, that kind of links up. Uh, yeah. At, you know, the, the Tour de Pants trail is kind of, Tour de Pants meets up with uh, golf track. And that's kind of a neat little area uh -huh. right beside golf or uh, Harrigan Lake. And I don't know if you guys have seen the hut, the Harrigan hut. I don't no. think we have. So, I? yeah. So if you take tour to pants um, along the edge of uh, Harrigan Lake, we built a hut maybe three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got a couple sponsors to help uh, uh, with that. And, awesome. Uh, I, I was kind of the lead designer builder on that. So Sweet. So it's, it's kind of a unique, weird little hut. Yeah. It's all it's all crooked. It's not square on purpose. It's like huh. a Chinese food <laughs> box. Oh. <laughs> 
It's kind of cheap really? like that. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. We'll have to. <laughs> we're we'll gonna have, have to, to yeah serve a route and go find that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Check exactly. it out on uh, Tour de Pants. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But uh, yeah, the, soon we'll have that loop that goes right around the lake, and uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Good. Yeah. Good. So lots happening in Ratcliffe. Yeah, there's always something going on there, and I've been trying to get Pat to set up some trail forks routes yes. in Rockwood. For, for well, us for, that can't follow a map. Yeah, for those yeah. that can't follow a map, for yeah. new people, because it, it's a big expanse of a place and there's a yeah. lot of trails. And yeah. some people aren't good with Maps. kind of opening trail forks <laughs> and going, oh, yeah, we got to go this way. We're here. We're pointing this yeah, way. Yeah, well, that's, so. that's always the fun and challenging part is linking up uh, the, all the different pieces of the puzzle in Rockwood Park because there's yeah. Uh, yeah. all so, kinds so, of I mean, different like, routes. Guys like yourself and Pat, if you're out riding and you're recording, like if you do, say, like a 16K loop or something, yeah, record it and add it as a route. And mm. then people, like, so I've got a Garmin. I can load it in here and, and just click go and it'll, as soon as I get to a trail intersection, it'll be right here or left here. Yeah. Super easy to follow. Yep. And like like I said, it's a good introduction, good way to introduce people to like easy, yeah, yeah, intermediate, I, difficult. Loops. I agree. We've talked about that before. It's it's something that uh, that is really helpful for the new folks for sure. And, uh, and and there's all kinds of funny little routes too. That a lot of times you can take a trail backwards. Of course, yeah, we've done bikers, that before. Well, and so, sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's a nightmare. So. That's yeah. another thing that you kind of learn the hard way sometimes. Oh, we, we, we've learned the hard way. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that was one of those times, again, I was following you and you, you took us down. I was just following Wes at the time. Oh, we'll blame Wes. We were Wes. backwards. Your fault, Wes. Yeah. Backwards, upside down, all the wrong <laughs> way. It just made, just made me angry. But now, like, having followed Pat around and getting to know the place better, yeah. Love well, it. and that's it, right? It just you, you just got to keep riding and keep going around the trail and, and seeing kind of, oh, Miss Laurie's back. She's been for a run. So, yeah, you just got to find your feet and keep trying and don't quit. Oh, no, Pat's here. Pat's here. Oh, he's gone right past us. Right. He's ignoring us. He's well, that's ignoring good. us. <laughs> I think that's my cue. I got to go. I'm going no, on. Well, you, do, you need to tell everyone where they're going to find all the details about Rockwood before you run. Oh, well, there you go. So... Rockwood Park uh, has it, the park itself has its own website. Yeah. St. John's Cycling.com, yep. of course, has a website too. Yep. And of course, good old Trail Forks. Oh, yes. Everybody loves Trail Forks. And, yep. um, and uh, I've been uh, playing around with all trails now. Like, uh, there's not a lot of stuff on all trails there yet, but it's it's kind of a different app. It's a yeah. little, it is, yeah. And it it's an interesting little play, thing that yeah. you can try out too. Because, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the map for, for folks who want to see a, a physical map, there's like a PDF. That's for the gens of the world, right? Yeah, there's yeah. a PDF of the Rockwood Park map oh, on wow. the Rockwood That's cool. uh, That's website. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, so, but of course, if people want the old school paper, yeah. the Interpretation Center right by the Duck Pond oh, has paper maps people can grab. Sweet. Yeah. Good to know. Perfect. Are you going to go ride? I'm going to go ride. I'm going to go take an e-bike out to Pritchard Lake. Oh, right very there. nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're doing some... a guided tour there right now. Perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go have fun. All right. Well, thanks All right. a lot. We'll Thank talk you. To you guys later. Game Thank prize you. from St. John's Island. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. This episode of the Mountain Bike Connection podcast is sponsored by BikeWorks. BikeWorks is St. John's community bike and ski shop, and they offer full sales, service, and repair work for all types of cyclists and snow lovers. Check out BikeWorks on Instagram at BikeWorks underscore St. John. And on Facebook at BikeWorks SJ for the latest deals in store. 
Alright, welcome back. Now uh, we have Fred and Marco from Dropping. Guys, give us a little introduction. Tell us about your brand, what you do. Uh, actually, Dropping is a, is, a, is a brainchild of ours. Uh, we've been writing, uh, doing crazy things for uh, too long, maybe like 25 years. Um, and uh, Dropping is just a way to get people together. That's, that's the idea behind building that brand. Um, personally, we have a banker and a guy from the finance world uh, with Fred. I'm the guy who did like video game marketing stuff, uh, retail product uh, in the outdoor industry. So basically what we're trying to do is actually bring uh, a, an insourcing strategy to Canada. So starting to develop product uh, made here uh, with technology that, that can evolve. Because I think that uh, Canada is in need of uh, intellectual property we're in need of uh, manufacturing firepower uh, and I think that uh, we need to rebuild uh, a new workspace for our children I have two personally um, so therefore drop-in is, uh, is, is there to recreate a local economy That's amazing. Uh, we're based out of Quebec uh, we already have uh, one location near the Vermont border nearby uh, Burke Mountain yep. where they're going to be hosting an Andrew World, uh, World, World Series this year very nice. um, we also have one location in the Laurentian that we're looking uh, very uh, thoroughly to open uh, say end of summer um, We've been partnering with Rocky Mountain uh, Quest, which is outside of here in New Brunswick. Yeah, uh, we're also working with a Scottish brand, which have been bringing old school technology back to date, uh, which is the iPivot bikes, uh, which give like a, a more stable platform and uh, a thing which uh, you can go up and also go crazy downhill fast. Really? Um, so I think it's the if you need just one bike, that could be it. Uh, no, they're not made out of Canada, but it's still like the Commonwealth. So I think that there's like like something behind it um our our goal in the next five years is to actually uh create about 50 jobs locally uh most likely an assembly line uh and that's why we're looking to partner with manufacturers that exist in, in quebec in canada um so that is uh what uh, drop-in is all about the the very first step and then i'm gonna let fred talk because i already always talk too much uh the first step was to take over a uh a flagship for outdoor sports uh in magog in quebec okay. um, and it's called le pied sportif it's been uh, running for 40 years that's where we made our education in retail um and uh, actually we were lucky enough to have the opportunity with the current owner to say do you want us to take over operation uh it could be part of drop-in strategy to start with an on-premise store and uh, this is where we're currently sitting it's our HQ uh, it's called to blow to bloom but um, actually for now uh, it's a cool retail shop we're actually pretty much equipping about 500 cyclists a year uh, about a thousand uh, skiers nice. uh, we work with Rosignol we work with Atomic uh, and this year we're gonna carry as well K2 which is uh, to me a trailblazer and in, in crazy skiing so I think that we've been assembling an interesting lineup of product that's awesome that you're keeping it all solely Canadian the, the Scottish brand you said uh, deviate Oh, yes. Yeah, Deviate Bike. Those. We have one here today if you want to try it. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's a crazy bike. It's I got a, I got a Quest, so Dale might be a little upset if I uh, ditch Quest for a yeah. Deviate. It doesn't matter that much. <laughs> and you have the blue one. I do, yeah. <laughs> well, I specifically went for the 21 model just because I like that blue. So it's Yeah, we're, we're nice. very pissed at you because we would have liked to have it in the store. Uh, so congr congrats on the bike. It looked awesome. 
It rides awesome, i got to say. It really is a, a What do nice you have in, uh, as far as the suspension in the back? Uh, Fox Factory. I think they've got a DPS float in the back. Uh, you need to try it with an X2. The, yeah, well, I've been pestering him for an X2 because yeah. they were low on stock last year, so... Yeah, Dale cheated and has one for himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know there's a VIP aspect to being the owner, but uh, you need to ask him to ride his bike. It's pretty, pretty, pretty oh, cool. I've ridden his bike, yeah. Okay, it's, good. Bye. It, nice. it delivers. Absolutely does, yeah. So, Fred, tell oh, us a little so bit about you. I'm the man of challenges. So, I'm, a, I'm at finance. I worked uh, for 12 years in Bank Bank in Canada. I'm an accountant, and Mark and I are really, really old friends since we're kids. So, uh, basically, like he said, it's a community. So, for us, it's being friends together, going to our passion that is skiing and uh, biking. Yeah. And really, mountain bike is growing up in eastern townships, everywhere in Quebec. It's really growing up. There's a movement, but there's some little spots that some have trouble maybe for it with money maybe with people that want to take over they have nobody to take over their brand or their business right. so we're trying to just consolidate a market here in, in eastern townships we found quest like the boys found quest i was like man this is awesome because we want i, I believe as an, a next uh, stockbroker that we need to encourage local it, it was too much global like why would you yeah. make it in china when we can create job here in canada yeah and absolutely. for us local is canada we want to spread wide we want to be known so the the growth i'm i'm my mission is to grow we have a startup and make sure that this startup is able to accumulate to get us to grow with it so my challenge right now is to put on the technology and accounting in manufacturing in inventory that I have a, yeah. a, a lot of help with uh, with tony uh, the other guy who's really like a a geek of skiing <laughs> and biking he's really a geek he knows everything so me and him we work together on that what what do What do we buy? What is marketable? What is good margins? And that's all I have in my mind. I'm like, is it blue or red? No. Are we going to sell it? Are we going to sell it for a good price? And then Mark is there for marketing, there for investment. And it's really our passion. And that's the fun part of it. It's not like I was in my old jobs, like really in an office and... And we're passionate. I, I created a ski team in uh, 206, the nice. first uh, slope-style ski and snowboard team in Quebec. Really? Yes. I'm actually now judge at FIS circuit. I traveled Canada last year. Sweet. I want to go on the World Cup next year in a couple of years. So yeah. that's our brand that we want to create as well, to be really part of the industry. Uh, and finance is never easy. On small businesses, it's it not really like isn't. big businesses. No. So it's a lot of negotiations. I have to make sure that we have the cash flows. And we partnering with brands that are local, brands that are with us. Well, it's always easier that we work together as a pattern. We say, guys, we want to grow with you. We want to yeah. make something happen. So we have three ski teams at Orford. There's a mogul team. There's a racing team. There's my team. It's called Team OFI. And then we gathered everyone together to be behind us. And the the, the shop we're taking over, if we can say it like this, is was our mentor. Was yep. the, the guy who owned it before he retired now but he was really an inspiration for us. So for us, it's like we're keeping to get something to grow. Yeah. And we want everyone in the community, especially in Magog, Orford, but Sherbrooke, where we're at. And then we have some friends in Montreal that are really interested in what we're doing. So they raise their hand and they're like, hey, I, I think I found something in the <laughs> Laurentians or maybe in Montreal. So 
our, our main goal is to expand. It's not going to be one local shop. It's going to be many local shops. Yeah. But we really want to have this attractive point that it's local, that when you come in at drop-in, you're really in the family. You're coming to something. Oh, and, 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 it's, and, and you're right, because it's not just about the, the, the sporting gear. Uh, we're uh, also having uh, local beer. Uh, local coffee Very nice so it's yeah. truly like the experience and, and the, the get together part which actually today is all about yeah like people come yeah. in this morning it was uh, <clears throat> freaking cold and rainy and almost <laughs> snowy there's still snow on the on the hills uh, <laughs> but the point is that people gather to have an adventure it can be a small one it yep. can be a big one your small one is a big one for me uh, the point is about being that place where you gather and find people that might hook up with you and go in that adventure whatever it is have the same passion um, yes and, and, share. and I think that now with uh, skiing becoming more of a of a one ride thing you go up touring and then you go down having the perfect line yeah and then you go on your fat bike and then you go with the same people again and again and then you go in summer and you come here and you go like traveling for bikes uh endeavors uh it it it, it bring people together and 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 we deserve this after covid Absolutely. Three, three years of yeah. lockdown yeah. no matter what they say it was pretty much that yeah it was um, rough i think it's about time we reconnect as uh, as mankind and sport is the best way to do it Yeah, exactly. And, and we don't want to, like a racer is not a racer anymore and a jibber is not a jibber anymore. We're all skiers, we're all riders. Yep. And you can race in the morning and go touring in the afternoon or touring at night. And that's yeah. bringing bring these people together and along the way making money for us. <laughs> and we're getting old. And when you try to do tricks, you break your knee like I did. So <laughs> exactly. it's, uh, it's uh, actually it's more about letting the kid have a try and you looking at it and have a great yep. beer after a while. Well, so, now yeah. we're in a position to foster the youth and the future of the sport, right? So events yep. like this is great to see so many kids and women and, and guys just everybody out all together having a fun time i have never ever seen a lift line this long at sugarloaf i've been coming here for it's nine ten years now amazing. so it's awesome to see um and yeah we really missed having the summit and the festival for the last two years and and, and as you said i think that uh and you point out the woman's side of it i think that women Family in sport side. is uh, has been the unleashing aspect of people getting back in shape during covid yeah absolutely they have, is, yeah. they have they have bring the families together to 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 experience something uh it's also multi-generational like yeah. now mm -hmm. it used to be one or two parents depending on the family and maybe a kid now it's family it's the grandparents it's like it's three generation joining to experience an adventure or something together and just build uh build their love for the sport but build also their relationships yeah. and 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 it's great to see like women having a dedicated focus from so many brands mm -hmm. uh, right. i used to work for arash skiing uh outerwear uh and now they've created peppermin which is a ski uh, uh, not a ski but a, a bike brand dedicated to women right. you see giant doing it with live you have contessa lineup from scott like it's a focus yes. women and men are equal they can try the same things but the the, the geometry the the logic the engineering is not the same and having like those brand focus on women i think is a great thing yeah. uh personally it did figure out a way to bring my girlfriend to biking because she hated it until she sat on a woman's bike exactly. so and 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 there's a focus that needs to remain there there is there's a huge focus there like and women are fast becoming a, a large part of the market right and, and there's a growth literally a growth there and yep. usually or most of the time women are the leaders in the family yes like you back then 
the boy would go on the, with his friends mountain biking and yep. come back at night. That's right. Now, no, I bring the whole family and you can have something for everyone. And like you said, you, you get the generations together. It's like a gathering. It's more like a party and the whole family can go. It's not like what we do, we go to the zoo. No, we go mountain biking. Yeah. So you have the sport it's element, the health element. So this is what we're looking for as well because we want really like the, the point of being the, not the, the shop, bring the gathering point yes that's really what we're looking for and integrated a lot of people like the vertical for me is way more relevant when you have many point of locations where you sell but we're going to be we're online already and yeah. we have to be so that when you integrate a bike company a ski company into that and women in our company as well we need their focus we need their mindset like it's not a boys club. It's not, you know. Actually, you currently know. it is, but actually we're 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 expending fast on the women's side. Yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a firefighter on a couple of departments, and it's I've got to say it's mostly guys. It's very disorganized. You do need women have far better organizational skills. It just is what it is. Guys mm -hmm. couldn't organize most things. So yeah, yeah and, and something to learn from everyone. And I think that uh, diversity is also a subject. Absolutely. Um, and, and and you see it like uh, people now are re reviewing their their way of traveling their way of connecting uh, i think immigration canada is going to be a big edge so we need to yep. offer the opportunity to try stuff yeah and that's one part of the strategy we've, we haven't touched yet uh, but we're going to have one of the largest uh, demo uh, lineup with rocky mountain in order to have people try the sport Yes, because exactly. it's a bit overkill as far as price points. Uh, so it's a big commitment for someone who has never truly done mountain biking uh, or touring ski. Like a touring ski is a three thousand dollar thing just to start. Mountain biking now it's between like mostly four and six. Yeah, uh, and I'm just talking the bike. You don't have the gear. You don't have the protection. You don't have yada yada. Um, so therefore, I think that like uh, the fact of opening up, uh, talking about rental, talking about like short-term rental but seasonal rental uh, this is something we're currently looking and this is why the bank the, the banker here is very useful because we're going to need to find ways of financing and working with the bank which uh, the, in the current situation it's kind of hard we need to be creative we need yeah. to have good arguments but good forecast numbers as well uh, we know our industry that's one of our good advantage but like looking at other competitors are trying to find some money or investors because we're looking yeah at private equity as well, and just looking at the banks, but myself as being able to navigate in all this and know what what national can do us versus Bank of Montreal or another one, well, it helps me figure out, like I don't know all the parts of a bike, but I know how much it costs and how much we can sell it for and yep. what's the margins are for. And then I can really be a good, uh, a good sales pitch for any banker or any future investor. After that, that's reporting. And reporting was a really great challenge because on one bike, you have 1,000 pieces. Mm -hmm. So after all, I need to be able to say to my, my guys at the shop and in the, in the company, well, if you're missing some of this, can we replace with that? And shortage in shipping, in producing, that's another yeah. challenge because maybe you have to pay more for one, the same piece of... Yeah, the prices, the price of stuff in general now has just gone crazy because such a shortage, there's no shipping, there's just nothing moving, you, you know. can't yeah. just give that to the customer. No. You can just no. charge more because you're going to get killed. So we need to be well, strategic with marketing, with suppliers, with the people well, inside. And I, and I think it's that, a teamwork. It's really yeah. a big teamwork. And the reflection that you did bring was that we need to tune down the bikes. 
Yeah. Because most of them are like having over like super exquisite parts, but actually right now people won't be able to afford it. Mm -hmm. uh, with the price of gas, you, like just here in New Brunswick, we're at 220. Inflation you is see horrible. people ro rolling at 30 kilometers an hour. Obviously, it's like super expensive. It won't get any cheaper anytime soon. So we need to review what we buy, why we buy it, and now we can work with brands to actually tone it down. And that is what is great about Quest. It's an open dialogue. Yeah, uh, we've been like receiving our first shipment of bike about like a week ago. We're already looking at res resourcing and refiguring some of their very product, and they're open to it. So it's it's actually. It's great for um, for partnerships such as that one to bloom in, in yeah. such a very fast manner. Yep. Because um, this is what's going to get out of a downturn that is inevitable right now. Yeah. Be so. really agile because we can be agile with Quest, for example, because containers are not coming from China. Yeah. I don't have to wait four months and then it's stuck in the canal and then containers are 25,000 more. It's No, we, right now lead time is just two years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same on everything though, right? Oh, gee whiz. If you want an electric car today, well, you're going to have it in 2024. Yeah. So, if you're yeah, lucky. if you're lucky. So, basically, the strategy that Mark brought to me and I said, yes, this is really brilliant, is if we're local, it costs less. It does. And, right and now, yeah, absolutely. Money goes around. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the perfect storm for growth economy is to have everyone on board and yeah. be local. And then when everyone is there, then we grow. If we send money out to China to to make bikes, it's there's no not, growth here. It doesn't there's benefit no wealth. us anyway. Exactly, we don't we don't create wealth, and wealth is for us. It's in the the, the health, not only like it, it's fun. I I'm not selling underwear. I'm, I'm selling some stuff. The, the fact is, you do sell underwear, but uh, actually, it's uh, you're not like on it yet. But uh, you're you're selling stuff you're right. that that is fashionable. Like it's about the look, it's about the feel, good-looking stuff. So it's about being healthy, also doing sports, and drinking more beer because you're healthy. So that works. <laughs> um, so no, I, I think that we we came to our came back to our root. Uh, we've met 25 years ago, and, uh, and we're hoping that uh, what we're currently tackling is going to look at what we're going to do in the next 25 years in front yeah. of us. Yeah, so I love the idea of keeping everything local, keeping it all Canadian-based. Um, that'd be great. People are supporting that out the wazoo since COVID, right? Yeah. So. Actually, they, they've been they've been triggered by it. Yes. And now we're going to talk about like uh, actually the global warming situation, uh, the use of uh, fossil fuel, yeah. uh, and people is going to be more and more like careful about where does your thing come from yeah because it's uh it's it's a big challenge in front of us uh regarding the environment and uh if you look just at amazon the way they're struggling right now they're carrying something between two locations you say okay the the warehouse that 200 miles from my house but the fact is the the whatever you bought did travel 3,000 miles yeah. back and forth across the atlantic the pacific down to whatever so you're buying a product that is destroying our planet just because of the way he's been the, going the emissions around. emissions off it alone yeah. is, yes. is crazy. We need to be sensitive to this. And, but yeah. I think that people are now. And like the fact that Canadians um, are looking at electric car, we're just in the game. Like it's not too late. We're, we're it's in, The industry is ready. But then it's all that follows. Because if you have that self-consciousness of, okay, I don't want to use gas anymore. But okay, but it, what's around you? Does it use it? So that sense of, of consciousness is now on then the rest of the supply chain and the way you sell and you buy and you experience product needs to be the same i think i think it's a, a very large probably about 120 year roundabout though right because hundreds of years ago everything was local there was nothing brought in shipped it was all manufactured within your country you're right and it was a good price 
you know, and then and then from saving on labor, we sent everything to exactly. China or South America. Yeah, and then we're stuck with the problem, right? Because the knowledge, the intelligence oh, went good. went away. Yeah, there's a skills loss there for sure. Exactly, absolutely. We just so. we at a certain point we were just people in front of a computer ordering shit from China. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. now we're trying to just yeah we have we have knowledge here we have brains here in our country. Oh, yeah, yeah. we got to use it. a lot of it. But no, actually we send them in China to do product. I did that for five <laughs> yes, years. Exactly. Uh, you did that. Like, and 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 I think our governments. Uh, and I don't want to get into politics, but I think that now they understood that they need to spend money if they want to get something out of it. Yeah. So just in Quebec, uh, they're about to call in the next six months yeah. the largest amounts of investment never seen before. Really? Because they want yes. to bring entrepreneur and the entrepreneurial spirit to life. They understand entrepreneur is not just about like a perfect uh, lineup of success story. It's about people who fail, stand back up and win. But they want people to take the risk of bringing back product in local production. Yeah. And that is what's going to save us, I believe. I've, I've been on the on the verge of like, I should open a bike shop in my area because there's nothing for like 120 kilometers in either direction, right? You should do so, it. So you, then you should. But then in COVID, I couldn't get a damn thing in for uh, stock yeah, yeah. or parts or anything. And oh, I'm sure, like, sure. if I open a shop now, I'm done before I even get started because there's nothing. But you see, Dropin's going to open your location. That's a pleasure, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think the small franchise, uh, and actually we have a few great success stories and you're talking about like, like 100 years ago, everything was made local. I think yeah. the solution actually most of the time lies lies behind us in the storyline. It does, yeah. And in front of us. <laughs> yeah, it's just that sure. we need to do to go full circle once in a while, <laughs> yeah. figure yeah. out we were right before that. And innovate um, then. But I think that like you have those sport experts who did very well. There's place for new players. And this is what we're trying to accomplish with drop-in. It's not a crazy like uh, uh, hockey stick curve like you see in tech, but there's still yeah. an IP behind it. Uh, we have an engineer on board. Um, he's worse than the banker. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he knows his stuff. Uh, worked for BRP, uh, okay. which makes the snowmobile and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Um, but actually, like, we're looking at how can we do things here? And I think that, nonetheless, Quebec and New Brunswick, and like, with all the aluminum, uh, the materials, we, we're in a very good spot for manufacturing. For yes. sure. We've just been tackling one part of the equation. Now it's about, like, going from raw material to final product. Yeah, it's not a, honestly with the proper engineer, uh, which is a sour patch. Uh, it's it's a very easy <laughs> step to just to do forward, and uh, hopefully we're going to be able to do that in the next two years. So and that's the, the the team. For us, the team is really important. We have we're four of us, and we have each of us our competence, our field. We always are together. We stick together, but we have our line direct line each of us and we yep. stick to it and that what makes it great because we don't interfere with I don't interfere marketing I can propose some stuff I can so help you do with... try and I tell you to piss off <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> and then when I talk finance with him he says yeah does it make sense for you yes okay go for it but it makes sense to play on everybody's different strengths right that's, that's just mm -hmm. yeah. it's good business sense Exactly. So no, and sometimes we don't know what to do, so we drink on it, have a few drink ideas, on it, and think, then, yeah, think on it, brainstorm, and, and then make it happen. Because there's a part of magic in there, a bit of luck. Uh, like yeah. entrepreneurial endeavors are always the same. Part mm -hmm. luck, part part timing, and very little ideas, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of doing, a lot of work, a lot of hours, and then it comes to always, it. always. That's awesome, guys. So I really appreciate appreciate you dropping in, uh, giving us your story, and we'll be sure to look out. Uh, why don't you 
Tell us where we can find you online, social media, websites. Actually, it's going to be, uh, everything is currently being put in place. It's going to be dropinsports.com. Uh, okay. Because uh, obviously uh, we wanted to be broader than just bike or just ski or just whatever. Uh, so for now, it's going to be drop in sport. And in the near future, it's going to be just dropin.com. That's awesome. <laughs> Marco, Fred, thank you very much. We'll thank be you, on the sir. lookout. It was thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Bye -bye. This episode of the Mountain Bike Connection podcast is sponsored by BikeWorks. BikeWorks is St. John's community bike and ski shop and offers full sales, service, and repair work for all types of cyclists and snow lovers. Conveniently located at 178 Thorn Avenue, St. John, and open Monday to Saturday, 9 to 5. Find them on Facebook at BikeWorksSJ and Instagram at BikeWorks underscore St. John. Whatever your cycling or skiing needs, the whole team is always ready to help. All righty. We're live. We're live? We're, We're live. Wow. It's weird because I, I don't have any sound coming in my ears, but... I know, well, I, I can hear you in my ears. Okay. I'll just, when, if you get too far from the mic, I'll just throw something. Okay, please do. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> hey, she's nowhere near the button, so she can't turn it off. <laughs> I know, I've got a garden. And it's middle of the day. So who have we got with us? We got uh, Cherry Tomlin. I'm, I'm out of Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Really a little bit close. Yeah, that. there you go. Is that a bit better? Yeah. Terry, you're out of Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Yeah, hailing from uh, lovely Dartmouth uh, in the province of Nova Scotia. That awesome. was a Beautiful hell of a spot. frigging drive up here yesterday, or the other day, weren't it? Yeah, we uh, we left and we didn't get away uh, as early as we'd like. You know how that works. Yeah. And uh, I look when I looked at the uh, I looked at the the clock and said, you know what? I don't think we're gonna get there early enough to bang off some laps. Yeah. So we decided to stop in uh, Wentworth and uh, nice. and hit uh, ninety minutes of riding in Wentworth oh, on the nice. way. So Sweet. that was the perfect. As I call it, that's you know rest stops done right. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Wentworth's not somewhere we've gotten to yet, but we have friends not like yet. Hayden was posting pictures of Wentworth and... Yeah, we've heard a lot about good. it. That's going to be on our that's list on our for this list. year. Yeah, so that's yeah, well, uh, definitely a hole in your in your itinerary oh. if you haven't been there in the last, uh, you know, if you haven't been there in the last 24 months, I would say you haven't been there. Uh, you know, I talked to a lot of old schoolers who are like, oh, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, I've been to Wentworth back in the 90s or I've been to Wentworth 10 years ago. And it's like, dude, you have not been if you haven't been in the last two years that's because they've done so much work. You know, you've got people like, uh, you know, the, the Wentworth, Ski Wentworth, uh, Kodiak Trailworth. These guys mm -hmm. banging off some uh, some huge, um, uh, not only investment but uh, also uh, you know sweat sweat and tears to uh, to make the riding scene go off there. Awesome! Wow, that seems to be the way that it's going right now. It just seems to be exploding, and there's new trail systems popping up, and there's people that are really passionate. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. You know, I think what we're seeing is this community involvement in every community. I, I handle Atlantic Canada with my business. So I, I travel to most of the towns and cities and trail networks in the territory. And, you know, it used to be kind of, you know, you had five or six places to ride, but now it seems every town or every city 
has, you know, if not, if, you know, if not multiple, at least one kind of marquee trail network that they market, that they've gotten behind, that they de developed, um, you know, and are, and are pushing. So yeah. there's very seldom a time when I'm on the road, I might be on the road for 10 days or two weeks at a time. Mm -hmm. And there's very seldom that I'll show up in a place and be like, Oh, there's just nowhere to ride here tonight. Um, you know, quite often I'll uh, orient my stops around, you know, where's the next cool place to ride. Yeah. And what is your business? So, uh, I, I've got a, <laughs> Look I've got, at you with your segue. <laughs> I love the segue. Right? Throwing me a softball here. Uh, I'm in sales and marketing. Uh, Tomlin Sports Marketing represents uh, marquee brands in, in Atlantic Canada. And uh, we're here today at uh, the Mountain Bike Atlantic Festival with uh, with some of our brands and kind of partnering and helping, uh, you know, helping promote the scene. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, what are you riding? Uh, right now... Um, my race bike is the new Rocky Mountain Element uh, for 2022. It's a uh, what we call, you know, uh, I might not be a fan of the term, but it's called a down country bike. Okay. And so it's 130 up front, 120 out back. Yeah. Um, you know, in the past, this would have been considered a, uh, uh, you know, a cross country yeah, meets yeah. Uh, trail riding bike. You know, the beauty of this new platform is that it's so versatile. Yeah. You know, I can rip Wentworth at high speed on it, yeah. but I'm also going to be, you know, racing at cross country yeah. in uh, PI tomorrow. So. Yeah. It's a it's a super versatile platform. When I'm going a little bigger, I'm on a uh, a Rocky Mountain Instinct, uh, which is a 150 140 platform. And yeah. again, for our territory, it's super versatile. Yeah. You know, if you don't need to be the absolute first guy to the top of the uh, uh, of the top of the ski hill, uh, you know, in a race, uh, it'll get there at, a, at you know at a at an impressive speed, but it also comes down extremely well. Yeah, awesome. that's awesome. That's awesome. So, have you gotten out and ridden any of Sugarloaf while you've been here up to now? I haven't. In I brought my my apprentice, my helper. That's my 15 year old son. And, Have you lost uh, him? Yeah, early on in the day, he got invited out for. Uh, I think it was yeah, go do two laps uh -huh. because you're racing. You know, don't go crazy because you're racing tomorrow. And uh, that was two hours ago. And I haven't seen him since. So, uh, well, we're just saying now, and there's a freaking huge crew uh, uh, queue as everyone's uh, waiting for the lift. Holy! Yeah, this is a uh, this is a long lift line, you know. But yeah. I'm impressed at how quickly it goes. Oh my. You know, the, yeah. the, uh, the team here, the, the Sugarloaf team seems to have uh, loading and unloading pretty dialed. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't think you're waiting in line any longer than no. probably, uh, five to 10 minutes maximum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the polka rally is like deep in, uh, deep in motion right now. We're like an hour into the polka rally. So everyone's getting, uh, getting a little antsy because they want to get all the five trails in. Right. So I, I wasn't even aware there was a polka rally. Your it's son's amazing. Probably doing it. That's why he's not been Dad. back. <laughs> See you, Dad. Well, I hope his poker skills are better than mine or he'll come back to <laughs> Oh, dear. No, that's awesome. So see, sorry, sorry, go on. No, 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 go on. I see he's been doing uh, good on the rest front as well. We've been following you on Instagram yeah, he's, there. Uh, he, you know, he's young. He's 15, um, but he's trying out for the Canada Games team. Uh, so he'd need a, a bit of an age um, allowance there because that's kind of 16 to 21. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. But we said, hey, you know what? You're, uh, you're racing anyways. Try out for the team. And yeah. uh, so it's going well. That's and awesome. uh, most importantly, he's super stoked on it. He's motivated and excited by it. So yeah. uh, we'll just keep, uh, you know, 
we'll keep riding that train as long as we can. Exactly. Awesome. You said he was racing tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, cross country Canada Games selection race in uh, Strathgartney, PEI. Wow, that's a drive. Oh, yeah, yeah we just about is, to say, how long is he going to get? Oh, to take you know, we'll, we'll pack up here tonight around <laughs> six, and then uh, five hours later, we'll uh, we'll be over there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my so, God. That's a lot is of that, trouble. Is this, but... is this kind of crap we've got to look forward to with Aaron? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited for when he turns 16, and I can be in the passenger seat handling <laughs> business and emails, and uh, and he's the, and he can be the driver. That'll be well, that'll be a great day. As as someone with two that are now driving, I can tell you that they they're very hit and miss. Like I have one that drives like a 90 year old everywhere, 50 kilometers an hour. That would be Mackenzie. That's Mackenzie. Yeah. Is this gender based? Is no, it? they're both girls. Um, and then Amelia, she thinks that she is like Dale or not. Oh God, yeah. She and she's, she's only got a little tibber on, and she's just she's. I put it this way: she's never driving me anywhere. Hell, hell on wheels. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Both of mine drive like they're on their way to a fire. <laughs> so it's terrifying. <laughs> but it is a whole new sense of freedom when they do get their license. Oh, yeah. And like you said, you can sit, you can work, he can drive you, he can do the five-hour trip. That's right. Yeah. We'll, we'll share it. Awesome. Best life plans and all. <laughs> Unless he's like drives like Mackenzie, then you need to have an allowance of at least another two hours on top of that. Right. Okay. That might cut into a riding time a bit too much. I might have to tell him to step on it. Right. I think that's a nice merch over there. I like that yellow jersey. Yeah, we want. That's your booth. Yes. It? Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, in the Fox booth, we're just uh, we're actually not uh, retailing anything. We're sending people uh, inside uh, to the Sugarloaf uh, or the local Fox retailer to. Uh, I'm a big actually... fan of Fox. I like the shorts. Love the shorts. They've got. Uh, you know, and they've got a variety of different styles now. You know, back in the day, there was kind of, you know, maybe one or two options. Yep. Now you've got, you know, three franchises, kind of the, are you looking for mobility or and ventilation? Or are you looking for durability? Or are you looking for versatility? I'm just looking for something that fits. I'm looking for something that fits my legs. <laughs> That's a common theme with the women. So yeah. guys will look for a lot of different things, but women look specifically for anything that fits. That's about, yeah. Because we're not oh, yeah. all, we're not all cookie cutter, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, even yeah. finding even finding a decent selection can be a challenge yeah. for women. You know, quite often, you know, the the retailer is buying you know eighty percent for men and twenty percent for women. Yeah. So he's got you know maybe one or two styles uh, for women, and mm-hmm. you know they, they show up at a trailhead, and you know there's there's eight women, and six of them are wearing the same style, right? Yeah. So uh, same you know, style, it, same color. Yeah, I think you know like a lot of things, it takes time. Those retailers start. To look around, especially at events like this, where you're probably seeing, you know, 30% of the attendees are women. Yeah. They can look around and kind of say, like, wow, you know, am I missing? Is there an opportunity here that maybe yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, other people or even myself are missing at the moment? Should we, you know, should we be focusing a lot deeper on the women's side? And I think that, that uh, that's evidence just by the increased participation we're seeing from yeah. women. Oh, yeah. yeah there's a lot, oh, yeah. A lot of women. Girl power right now. So, Terry. So we'll let you get back because I know you're busy. So do you want to give us a heads up as to where people would find you, connect with you? <laughs> you can, yeah. You just uh, hang out at uh, the next uh, gas pump or uh, truck stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I'm definitely I'll be, passing, yeah, I'll be passing through there at some point. But um, uh, yeah, you can you know you can find us at your uh, at your you know authorized Fox uh, retailer in yeah. the territory and uh, and uh, yeah we'll we'll be passing through there at some point uh, in the next six weeks. Yep, and ladies, I've already told him we need to uh, we need some 36 inch pants. So longer women's longer pants, women's like. pants. And I'm on it. I'm sending this info back. And to larger yeah. sized pants. So we want we want pants with booty space. Yes. And yes. we want pants with legs. Yes. <laughs> no pressure, Terry. Yeah. No I, pressure. I, the booty space, I feel like we're accommodating. we got a yeah. ton of stretch built yeah. into them now. I, oh, you yeah. know, I put on the new pants these days. You know, if you're used to the old pants that people used to come out with, you know, there was no stretch. Rigid, and they yeah. kind of looked like clown pants because there was no stretch. They had to build them so big. Today's pants, you know, you put yeah, them right. on and it feels like a, uh, you know, like a jegging or, you know, you could go yes. do a karate or, or yoga in them immediately. But uh, obviously, uh, fantastically fit for being on the bike yeah yeah 36 well, inches though man come oh, on yeah. right. give me, give me some leg give me some leg <laughs> awesome well thank you terry appreciate it very we much really thanks you guys it's been fun. have a great yeah. event yes yes greg Dion, how's it going it's been a moist weekend it has been a pretty moist weekend but a lot of fun at the same time i tell you it's awesome yeah, we had a lot of fun here. We got a little bit rained out on the Sunday. Saturday was a great day of events. So from the park perspective, how do you feel it went? Oh, I think it went awesome. I couldn't ask for better. I mean, just seeing people's smiles on their faces and having fun being out riding, that's what gives me the buzz. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the new trails, Sugar Mama, got to say, hats off. It is a very, very flowy, fun, fast trail, if you want it to be, so... Yeah, really enjoyed that. Yeah, so Sugar Mama um, was kind of my favorite trail. Well, secret favorite trail before. Now it's even better. Now I'm not afraid to say it's my secret trail. Yeah, it's it's like from riding Ridgeline over the years. I uh, can happily say, yeah, now the new Sugar Mama is very much like a smoother, nicer version, longer version of what Ridgeline used to be, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And it, yet it's still accessible for it's still our green trail from top to bottom. It hopefully prepares people a little bit more for the sugar daddy for the next step up. So it's uh, yeah, we're all pretty happy so far with uh, with sugar mama and maybe sugar daddy's well sugar daddy's next. We're going to give him a facelift too. We're not going to change anything per se. He's going to stay the same, but we're just going to fix up the jumps and the berms so that it's uh, it's back to the original style. Yeah, uh, I've got to say, Sugar Daddy's a, a firm favorite of mine too. Um, yesterday is quite possibly the longest lift line I have ever seen in almost 10 years of coming. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, what, and so I'm looking at that going, oh my God, how do I make that better? So, And we've invested uh, quite a bit of money in some uh, bike carriers and some racks. And this weekend was the first time really we've used them. So we have to figure out what, how to manage that and how to get people flowing. And also the public, because they load their own bike, they'll get to do, do that better as well. So all that will improve. Um, unfortunately, we can't make the lift go any faster because <laughs> you won't be able to get on or off safely. But uh, what's really cool about the lift line is people can talk and laugh and 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 tell their stories. So it's uh, it's a great time to 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 meet up with friends too. It absolutely is, uh, Greg Dion. Thank you very much. Awesome.
So right now we've got Sam Bosens, MTB Atlantic, we finally pinned her down, and Tim Foster. So overall, just let us know what you think, how the event went. I, uh, It was a really busy weekend. Uh, it was great to see a lot of people out at the hill and the lift line, like I said to Greg, longest I've ever seen it right up through the vendor village. Yeah, it's pretty exciting to see the license plates in the parking lot, like from Ontario and Quebec and all four Atlantic provinces. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was it was an absolute blast. Like we've been jamming on this thing for a few years now, but see everybody kind of from the East Coast all come together and just have a great time. Awesome riding, awesome community, great beers, good food. Can't complain. It was, it was an absolute blast. Well, amongst other things, thank you, Sam, for putting this together. Thanks, Tim. I'm looking forward to seeing some of those photos you got on Sugar Daddy. That's for sure. So, yeah, it's been a wonderful event. It's been three years in the making. Really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to next year. Yeah, we can't wait to see where we go next because uh, definitely have to keep this momentum going and uh, see where we can bring some more excitement and stoke and get people thinking about this as a more regular thing happening on the East Coast. I think Sugar Love needs to grow because we it's filled going. the campsite. Yeah, we did fill the campsite. And like, I... No pressure, No pressure, We need a bigger deck for the upray. Bigger deck, bigger campground, faster lift. I mean, let's do it. Yeah, if anybody, if anybody's going to get it done, it's going to be Dion. So how many people do you reckon was here for the weekend? We had around two over 200 riders uh, for the weekend. So... Yeah, it was, it was really cool to just see people come from all over Atlanta, Canada, from both coasts in Newfoundland and PEI, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia. So, yeah, pretty amazing to see everybody come together and just kind of build this thing up. Um, so get the momentum going. Let's see where it goes from here. Awesome. Thank you, folks. For now. Becky. What? We'll see us out, you donkey. Oh, I know, but I usually say peace out. But am I allowed to say that right now? PG and all. Oh, I could just bleep you out. Okay, bleep. <laughs> Fred, any final thoughts on the event? It was perfect. Muddy, cold, <laughs> rainy, great parties, great bikes, great staff. Everything was awesome. So for sure we're coming back next year and we're not staying at the hotel. We're staying at the campground, bringing the RVs and the vans and for sure we'll be there. Party at Fred's next year then. Hey, yeah, see you guys next year. Absolutely. Thank you, Fred. Austin, how was it riding today, bud? Yeah, it was good. It was wet. A little like you shit your pants <laughs> and just about every other thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was a wet day out on the trails, but managed to get some fun runs. Yeah. What do you think of the new Sugar Mama? I didn't try it, honestly. Oh, yeah. man. So what were you riding today, then? Uh, there, was a, there was a nice uh, line in Swamp Donkey, kind of connecting out of uh, Sugar Daddy. So starting with Sugar Daddy, kind of merges into Swamp Donkey. That was our, our highlight run today. No roots, so there was no roots, so we were able to get some good grip in the, in the corners and stuff. So that's the one we were sessioning for sure. Nice. I can't say I've ever tried that line, but definitely something I'm going to put on the list. Yeah. So overall thoughts on the event. Did you sell plenty of stock? We did. We tried. We, uh, you know, we had some stuff here for, for, for some people if they wanted to, kind of buy some swag or uh, you know get some tires and all that stuff. But uh, our weekend was mostly focused on having some fun and meeting new people and kind of spreading the spreading the mountain bike love. Mission yeah. achieved. Yeah.
For sure. Awesome. Thanks, Austin. <laughs> Steve, any words? Any thoughts? Or just a shady side look. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Um, Thanks, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. No problem.